and welcome to the Ever After Podcast. We are here to discuss how to go from dating to happily ever after God's way. We are your hosts, Allie and Seth. Thanks again for joining us this week, guys. This is episode 12, and we are super excited to kick it off with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're fresh into the new year. You know, people yep. uh, thinking about things they can do, um, sometimes books they can read. So yeah. today we want to kind of touch on um, maybe some book recommendations. Um, you know, most of these uh, you could probably apply uh, at any point in your singleness, dating, engagement, marriage, marriage mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, so we got kind of a cool list today. Uh, some books that we've read, some books that we really recommend, um, and just some things that we think will help you kind of refine your, refine uh, just how you think of marriage and say you think of your relationship with another person and be good godly counsel. So, let me kick it off. This is a simple one today, you know? Mm-hmm. So, here's some books we think you should read. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just no. kidding. Okay, so we're going to kick it off with, we're going real, real old school here. Yeah. Old school is, meaning like some, like this is crazy to me, but some of you weren't born when this was written. No way. So like if you're in college, you may not have been born, but it is actually a really good book regardless. <sighs> so when Allie and I first started dating, not really like really first, but like, you know, fairly early on, mm-hmm. we're like, hey, we want to like, I don't know, maybe find a book that talks a little bit about like how to be uh, dating intentionally and build in a relationship that is uh, good for marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever that meant to us then, uh, that was kind of our goal, like, because we didn't know anything, right? So we're just like, what is out there? So then we start looking and we find that there are literally almost no books yeah. at that time. Yeah, there's a lot more now, but there yeah. was nothing out there, I feel like, when we were dating. Yeah, it was just like this one book from like 1991. That's like, is, that, is that when it is? Maybe yeah. 94. Oh. It's, I mean, I know it's, that old. it's not actually old, really, in book terms, but like it's old. Right. Or than some Older, of you listening. Right. So, but yeah, but it was crazy because there just weren't like a lot of like dating focused books out at the time. And I still think in there, some yeah, ways. Yeah, there still isn't that many. Yeah, there are some, but so many still Our tread marriage. into marriage and, you know, they get into topics that. Well, are helpful to discuss, not helpful to discuss. In, when you're dating. Uh, yeah, when you're dating someone. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, what I really mean by that is when they start talking about sex and intimacy, I really think that's really not a place you should be taking yourself mentally when you're dating someone. Yeah, and you shouldn't be Because then you're like thinking of them in right. those situations. Right. That's not helpful. No. So, anyways, that's my that's my idea about these dating books. So yeah. We try and stick away, uh, stay away from those type uh, for that season. I think it's yeah. helpful. So anyways, the first book, Devotions for Dating Couples. Yeah. Building a Foundation for Spiritual Intimacy, and it's by Ben Young. Um, we'll have all these up on our website. We'll talk about that later. But uh, the reason this book stood out to us, not it wasn't just because it was like the only book that really felt like it applied to you know the season of life that we were in, mm-hmm. but it was really cool because it concentrated on like uh, trying to build kind of a spiritual foundation in your relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it became like a weekly practice for us. Like we would read the chapter on our own and we'd be able to talk about it. So it's kind of like a little Bible study, but it was a little bit more intentional than that just because it was focused um, instead of just around, you know, I don't know, Book of Romans, right? Instead of just that, it, it had a way to tie back into our relationship 
and how we're building uh, a better like spiritual foundation in our relationship. Super cool. Yeah. Highly recommend. And it had always questions at the end, which I really liked that we yeah. could like ask each other and kind of get to know each other better. Absolutely. Like it really, it was really intentional about helping you uh, understand the other person's spiritual, uh, spiritual life and like build a closer relationship with them through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, super great. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend just like, you know, hey, I know I've known you for a week and we're now going on our first date. Mm-hmm. Boom. We need to do this yeah. book. Don't do that. Yeah. But I think it's good for those that are that are more serious. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, I think this one, you know, probably could be first, but everyone should read this regardless. Second book on the list is The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. This is super helpful because it helps you understand. It's like when you're in college and like, you don't know anything, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> jokes. But I think it's important because it helps you um, understand better how you feel loved. And mm-hmm. then help you understand how your significant other feels loved. Right. Super key, right? Because mm-hmm. how are you going to be intentional with someone when you don't really know what they respond best to? Right. So that's super important. So, and let's just say you're like me and like, I don't know, reading books is sometimes really good. Reading books sometimes doesn't happen. Right. There's an online quiz. Go take that online quiz. Mm-hmm. Get yourself started with that. And then if you're really feeling like you need to go dive deeper, then go get Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Mm-hmm. Great book. I've also read it, even though I said earlier, but um, yeah. But you're read not it. reading books. Yeah. Actually, what you normally do is you read most of it, but then never finish it. Yeah. Once I understand the point, I quit. So, But all these you have finished. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if you can't bring yourself to read it, take the online quiz and take it with uh, the person you're in a relationship with. It will really help you. Uh, you can be so much more intentional with them once you understand so much more about them. And it breaks down five easy things. Man, that's so simple. Wow. Then, you know, that should have been number one, but next time, right? Okay. So then the next book on the list. This one I did with my mentor. It was super cool. Uh, it's called Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married. Mm-hmm. So this is also by Gary Chapman. He gets two books on the list, which makes him basically like the leading author of, uh, you know, dating and relationship books in our opinion, right? I think that's how it works, right? So You read this one. I did not. Yeah. This was super cool because uh, I did it with my mentor. It was his suggestion and super appreciated this book because it went through things like, um, like it helped you discuss what you understand to be typical roles in marriage. And a lot of times it came back to like, marriage rules and I was I was blown away continuously because these were things I'd never thought about and like you know some people be like well guys don't think about anything because they're dumb and you know sometimes they could be oblivious but like this helped because it, it really like it really broke down that there's so many dynamics at play in a relationship and in order to have a good relationship basically it comes down to the key of like you need to be a good communicator and you need to really like be intentional with the other person in your relationship. So it's super cool because it breaks down like, man, what are some of these pain points? What are things that couples commonly run into as issues? And then it provides you kind of questions you can ask. So it was cool. I did this with my mentor, but then obviously the questions that it had in the end, I could come back from talking to my mentor with and then talk to Allie about. And it was super cool because I learned a ton about her and I learned a ton about myself and what my expectations are. And uh, the cool thing about Gary Chapman is that he was a marriage counselor for, 
he could still be, but anyways, his bios is like 35 years. So, you know, longer than I've even been around. Um, so he's got a lot of experience with couples. He's seen the trends that uh, many relationships experience that cause them problems. Mm-hmm. So this book basically is like a high-level look at what are these trends, what are these common issues that come up in you know thousands upon thousands of relationships that he's in a way kind of studied now. Um, but he does it in a way that you know it doesn't make it feel like scientific or like boring or anything. It's fun. It's an enjoyable read. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about the other person. Um, yeah, I can't recommend this book enough. So. If it were, you know, an award winner, I'd probably say start here. But, you know, it's great. Fantastic. Five out of five stars. <laughs> All right. So our next book. This is one I feel a little bit funny about because this is actually the only book on the list. We have not read yet. We have not read yet. Yeah. yeah. We want to read it, mm-hmm. but we have not read it. Um, but we've heard good things about it. So we're going to put it on the list. Well, um, and we've watched a lot of their YouTube videos oh, that yeah. discuss. Yeah. I think that's pretty key, too. Yeah. Like, we know what they talk yeah. about. So, we anyway, let's it, say the book. Yeah. It's, um, it's called Love That Lasts, How We Discovered God's Better Way for Love, Dating, Marriage, and Sex. It's by Jefferson and Alyssa Bethke. I can never say their last Bethany. name. Bethke. Yeah. Thank you. I can never say their last name, right? I always want to say Bethke or something. Bethke. So, um, even though I know it doesn't have a S in it. So, yeah, so this book we we have, we've watched a lot of their pod, we've had a lot of their podcasts, we've listened to a lot of their, or yeah, watched, highly recommend listen their to their podcasts, watch their YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we haven't read this book, but I'll also love what they have to say in their podcasts and YouTube videos. So Yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, they just have a really cool way of uh, breaking down um Hard to talk about issues, mm-hmm. uh, making things really simple, mm-hmm. addressing things straight on, which if you've yeah. watched any of their YouTube Maybe. videos, like they just, I don't know, it's it's not like the kind of like hush, hush, like we don't talk about that like yeah. when it comes to sex or it, it, just any aspect really of relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Super cool. Yeah. They're great. So highly recommend it. We are also recommending it for ourselves. We're going to read yes. this book soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then number five would be You and Me Forever, Marriage and Light of Eternity by Francis and um, Lisa Chan. Um, mm, his wife is also uh, the author of it. And this book, I think we read when we first got married. Yeah. It came out right, yeah, it did. right as we got married. Yeah. So we read it. Because we got it on pre-order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like the and ultimate Christian. We watched like the, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should receive uh, stars. Or Halos, I guess. Halos. Yeah. <laughs> Halos are the key thing. Uh, but yeah, and we watched like, I think he had some like videos or whatever too with it. But Yeah, um, I think there's actually a whole series you can watch yeah. on Right Now Media. Yeah. That's like, it takes you through like different stories. The study of it. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. a super good book. And it's definitely a book that is, so far that I have read, that is different than any other marriage book. Like how he does say marriage in light of eternity, that is so true and and I think not not saying that any of the other marriage books are are bad but I feel like he puts a completely different perspective on marriage um it made me really think about marriage in a completely different way than I ever thought before so definitely recommend it I recommend all Francis Chan's books I love yeah I you know I'm a I I love Francis Chan so Mm -hmm. um always a supporter and he does, so. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's a good way to describe it, though. I think uh, 
I think if you read any of these marriage books, you'll see a really common theme between mm-hmm. all of them mm-hmm. until you get to you and me forever. Yeah. And, it's a very uh, different yeah. take on marriage. Yeah. It's a super different take. It's really refreshing mm-hmm. and it's very challenging. Very challenging. Yeah. You'll come away. You'll come away with a lot. Yeah. And I feel like it's still in, in many ways a book that we could read it again. Yeah. And get. Oh, we could read it again, get tons yeah. out of it. I feel like too, um, it's one that some of the principles of it have stuck with me in, in more ways than maybe some of the other books have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Um, and then another book I love, we did this um, book when we were in premarital counseling. It's called Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. Um, and there's also a devotional of sacred marriage. I think it's Ooh, like that's good. devotions yeah. for sacred marriage. Yeah. Um, and we did that as well in our premarital counseling. And that was fantastic. I, yeah. I mean, I loved both of them. Um, uh-huh. So much. Um, the devos were really nice to do together because we could kind of do one um, each day and kind of just like talk about it. Yeah. So um, I recommend both of them. But I love the main point of the book and the devos is what if God intended marriage to make us more holy than happy? And I thought, I don't know, I think that's such a good statement and it really is challenging you know yeah so. it almost sums up like how we really think of marriage like um obviously like very happy being married but being married reveals so much about what god still has to work mm-hmm. like so much of the work god's doing in you yeah um can be revealed through your significant other yeah and you see more of your sin when yeah you're you see more of your sin and you, you experience have to be more vulnerable with the other mm-hmm. person and they can see more of the aspects of your life than any other person. Absolutely. You know, and then that helps. I mean, you know, that whole, that whole dynamic then helps refine you and helps shape you into, uh, you know, a more clearer reflection of Christ. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Cannot recommend this book enough. And also the companion Devo. Yeah. Um, excellent. I don't know. Do you even have to read the book with the Devo? No. Because the Devo is no, kind of separate. Separate. Yeah. It follows a similar theme, but yeah. it's like, it's kind of like two different books, books if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. This is like the the next step up from Devos for dating couples. Like, this is like, hey, you're serious about marriage. Do your Devo mm-hmm. uh, from this and then read the book separately mm-hmm. too. All right. Um, and last one, number seven, um, is Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Egrich. He um, also has, I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he has a Devo and he has a workbook or he might, or it might just be a workbook. Um, yeah. There's like a whole book or a whole workbook. Yeah. You know a whole workbook. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. More of a workbook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's not Devo, but a workbook um, mm-hmm. with it, with it, um, which we did both. And I love, I'm, I'm so, I'm such a nerd. I love workbooks, um, with books <laughs> because yeah, you love to be able to write in the I books love, and take your little notes yes, and everything. I feel like it yeah. soaks in so much more when I have like a workbook with a book. Um, like Beth Moore studies always have workbooks. I love those workbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're a lot of work, I really do like them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can, you don't have to get the workbook with love and respect. It's, it's separate. So, um, but the whole like simple mer- simple message for this book 
um, is they call, you know, the crazy cycle. So, you know, if, but you can get off of it if a, like a, a wife has one driving need that she feels loved. And when that need is met, she's happy. And then a husband has one driving need and it's to be respected. And if that's met, so if the wife is feeling love, she's going to respect her husband. And if her husband is showing her love, right. Did I just repeat myself? <laughs> I'm on the crazy cycle of repeating uh, myself. You're in the crazy tired no. cycle, right? Yeah, yeah. No, but no, if, yeah. A, if, if the wife is feeling love, she's going to respect her hub, husband. And if the husband is feeling respected, then he's going to love his wife. And so you're on this cycle, and um, which that's the good cycle. The crazy cycle is kind of when you're, you know, you're not showing them love, then you're not going to show them respect. Mm -hmm. And then they're not going to, you're not going to like the husband's not going to love his wife. And so, you know, to get off of that crazy cycle. So, yeah, I think the the huge takeaway for this book for me was that, uh, you're going to hear me talk about intentional a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, marriage is all about being intentional, Mm -hmm. right? So, I think one cool thing about this book is that it breaks down like when you're on the crazy cycle, what stops you from being on it? It it mm-hmm. means like the hus- like let's say I'm the husband, I'm not feeling respected. Mm-hmm. Do I stand around and mm-hmm. you know uh, yell at you to make you respect me, mm-hmm. or do I start loving you? Mm-hmm. And that's an intentional action. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool because everything in the book revolves around us. Uh, Maybe uh, taking a slice of humble pie, uh, you know, asking for forgiveness, admitting our wrong, or doing whatever we can to be intentional about creating a loving environment. This is from, you know, husbands to wives, creating a loving Mm -hmm. environment for our wives Mm -hmm. and not leading with the expectation of like, hey, I'm not going to be a jerk if she respects me. It's Mm -hmm. I'm going to love her and and. Obviously, you don't say she needs to respect me out of that, but like, you know, you hope that that mm-hmm. produces an environment where love can happen, where and respect can happen, yeah, yeah or where respect love, can happen, yeah, and and it doesn't start without someone being intentional, and it kind of puts a responsibility on you, and it's super cool. Um, yeah, it just it just completely reframes how you think relationships work, um, and it's so cool because I mean, if you just look into scripture, like. Scripture is never me first. It's mm-hmm. never like, mm-hmm. uh, I'll do this mm-hmm. um, so that this happens as a result. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, Jesus came to die for us. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, clean yourselves up and then maybe I'll save you. Like, so it just, it follows such a cool biblical theme and it breaks it down to just some very simple practical messages mm-hmm. that have stuck with us for years. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to add like a side note too. I know um, a lot of couples like just study um, scripture together. And while I think that is fine to study scripture together, um, I would caution you in doing that because um, I, I, as long as you're like reading scripture um, individually and it doesn't become, oh, like I'm reading scripture. So me and, you know, my significant other can like talk about it or we're reading it together. And it, that just kind of becomes the only, 
um, time you're reading scripture. Um, you always need to have your own time of learning about God and praying, praying and talking to him and just have that separate relationship apart from your spouse or your date, especially if you're dating, like that definitely needs. Yeah. This is like um, huge issue with dating. Separate. Yeah. So I think, um, get this in words, but yeah, I think that, I think that's totally fine. I just think I would be cautious to make sure, um, you're having a relationship with the Lord outside of just when you and your, your spouse or or your significant other are hanging out, I guess. Yeah, I know. I think that's really great. Um, yeah, the, you know, maybe we're a terrible podcast because, uh, the first book wasn't study the Bible together. Right. But I think, um, two, it's, you know, if you're studying scripture, like I feel like that's more of a personal action. So mm-hmm. you should be studying that on your own. Yes. These are books that kind of bring you together to focus on yes. um, your relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's a lot of wisdom here that can be gained um, that you're, let's word this carefully. Maybe not. I'm just not going to word it carefully. You're not going to get this, you're not going to get that wisdom from scripture in the same way. So these are helpful because they've been informed by scripture and informed by, you know, just their professions or their observations as pastors. So it, it comes as great guidance, but it's, you're not going to get the same thing out of, you know, Leviticus or Genesis or any, you know, you're not going to get the same thing. So th- that's like a personal spiritual practice. And I think this is a good, uh, this is a good place to, uh, it's kind of more just like, I'm in more just to do like seeking you know, advice yeah. from people too that have, you know, went before us and everything too. So Yeah. Like that's that's the role these play and it's not Yeah, it's too, it's uh, what you're I think too. It's just it's different from mm-hmm. scripture. It's different from so, scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's and, cool. Yeah. And I mean definitely be studying scripture and study scripture together for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're married. I think that's definitely a huge practice that you should be doing together. Mm-hmm. Um but still have it individually, even though you're married, you still have to have your time with God by yourself. You know, it's yeah. not just a relationship with you and your significant other and God, it's you and God and, you know, um, so, and yeah. then obviously, but yeah, you really have yeah, to take I just that be, I don't know, I just be careful seriously. when you're, when you're dating, I really, um, I know it's exciting to like, oh, I'm dating a Christian guy or I'm dating a Christian girl and we can like talk about the Lord and our growth and just read scripture and just study scripture together. And that's that's awesome. And definitely that's great. Just make sure that is not the only time that you're spending time in God's word is when you're with each other. Yeah. That's huge. So I think that's great. I feel like a lot of times you'll hear like uh, couples be like, oh my gosh, we started dating last week and we're going to start a Bible study. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen probably mm-hmm. is that that Bible study is just going to become a hangout time. You're not going to take it seriously anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the only time you say you're studying scripture. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing a thing either. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of lose that whole, like the personal spiritual yeah. relationship side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Because new boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Infatuation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. So. This is great. Um, well, this is uh, a little bit of a shorter episode, um, but we hope that you guys like these um, 
like these book recommendations. Um, and let us know if you have any um, other ones that you have read that have been really good in uh, your dating or before you got married that you did yeah. through your premarital counseling or even ones that, you know, if you're married then have read some really good books that you would recommend, let us know. We'd love to, um, to, to hear about them. Yeah. So. I think uh, one group that seems to be better represented now is just like the singleness um, mm-hmm. book collection. That seems yeah. to be like kind of a growing group, which is really cool. And I think that's a, a group that obviously needs, um, wisdom and advice oh, and, yeah. uh, but definitely underrepresented in our group. So we're not, uh, we're not trying to say these are the only books, um, and that these are the You're only saying seasons, like in prep but, for yeah. marriage or, you know, yeah. dating or. Yeah. So, but if you know of other books, especially maybe those for uh, when you're single and trying to yeah. prepare yourself for marriage yeah. or for dating, we would love to hear about them. So yeah. that would be super cool. You can hop on uh, Instagram and uh, post a comment. To, yeah, we would uh, love to know about them. Yeah, we would love to know about it. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this and you know of any, seriously, uh, just post a comment. We will uh, we'll, uh, update the list on our website with uh, uh, recommended other books so that come in from you guys. Um, and then on that side note, uh, you'll also see a link to the website up pretty shortly. Um, in Instagram, so you can go to that, and then, uh, yeah, you'll be able to find all these resources there. Um, we'll be kind of slowly uh, adding podcasts to that. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for us. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, and we are, again, so thankful that you're here. Uh, we hope this was helpful and you found a lot of value in it. If you do, uh, give us a follow on Instagram or uh, review on iTunes. It'd be awesome. So thanks again, as always, and I hope you all have a great week. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye.